Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Yesterday we started talking about the emergence of the early church as we read in Acts chapter 2, Colin. And uh, after Peter had preached to the crowd and 3,000 had been baptised, you were explaining how they started to devote themselves. And you made the point that that word means to give yourself wholeheartedly. They gave themselves wholeheartedly to teaching of the word, to sharing their lives, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. This was the lifestyle of the early church, and it is still to be the lifestyle of the church today. What we must remember is that this is the lifestyle that the Holy Spirit led them to have, encouraged them to have, enabled them to have. And it's the same Holy Spirit that lives in us today. And those four things are very different from uh, often what we would call a conventional or traditional church life. Um, we might we might do those things, I would say, at a far more superficial level. But to really devote ourselves to sharing our lives, which is what fellowship means, to giving to one another and to sharing all that we have with one another, uh, is really at another level from that at which most Christians live. Um, in verse 43 we read, there was, a, there was a sense of awe among them because of the miracles and the wonderful works that God performed through the apostles. So the people were devoting themselves to these four things. The Holy Spirit was encouraging the emergence of this new lifestyle. But at the same time, healings, miracles, signs, wonders were happening. At first, through the apostles, because they were the ones, of course, who were familiar with Jesus teaching about this, had already been used during the times of the gospel to perform miracles in the name of Jesus. Now they're empowered by the Holy Spirit, they could see even more happening. As the church um, grew and developed, so uh, this ability um, was passed on to all believers, not just to the, the leaders. But uh, of course, people learn from experience. I can remember when when my Anglican church in the 19, early 1970s came alive with the Spirit of God. It was just like this. He created this kind of lifestyle amongst us. Um, so it can happen in this modern age. Um, but we began to see all these miracles and healings happen at first through my ministry and then uh, as the other people grew in faith and confidence and trust in God. Um, wonderful miracles were happening through just members of the congregation. So people were learning from example. This sense of awe, Colin, you must have experienced that as well. It's absolutely essential. I mean, you could say th this awe of God, this fear of God. Uh, it says in Isaiah 11 that Jesus, in his own life, Jesus delighted in the fear of the Lord that there were many aspects in which the Spirit of God was working through him. You can read those in, um, in this prophecy in um, Isaiah 11. But the one in which he delighted was this fear of God. He lived in the fear of God. That's why he only spoke what the Father gave him to speak. He only did what he saw his Father doing. He didn't do anything independently of his Father. And he lived to fulfill the will of his Father, not his own will. All that came out 
of his awe of God, of his fear of the Father. It's not being afraid of him, it's just being having such total respect and honor for God. Now you will find that wherever the Holy Spirit is really allowed to move freely, that same awe, that same uh, fear of God gets expressed among his people. And the positive thing that uh, comes out in, in people's daily lives as a result of that is they want to walk in righteousness. They don't want to walk in sin. They don't want to, f they don't want to grieve God by doing anything that would grieve him. They don't want to disobey him. They want to please him. They want to be a people that are pleasing to God because they're fulfilling his will and purpose. And that, of course, is what enables God then to use those people powerfully and effectively. So no compromise in any area? No, and um, that's maybe not the place where we start, but it is all a matter of the heart. You see, if, if these people were really repenting and truly getting born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, then they would have begun this new lifestyle. They wouldn't slowly, you know, it wasn't a question like you hear sometimes today where people make a commitment and then they're struggling with all kinds of sin issues for months and years afterwards. It wasn't like that. And it isn't like that today. When people really repent, they turn away from the sin, they're, they're set free from the power of sin, they're set free from their addiction, their alcoholism or whatever else it is that has, has been part of their past life because now they become a new creation. And you can't say a person is a new creation if he's still struggling with all the things from the past. So there is a clear separation from the old life, clear beginning of a new life. It was the case then, it is the case now. This new lifestyle then develops among all these people who have been set free and have been given a new life and are now incorporated into Christ and now beginning to experience the unity for which Jesus prayed. They're beginning to share the love of God with one another. They're beginning to live in the miraculous. And so we read in verse 44, all the believers lived as members of one body and shared whatever they had with one another. I mean, the this is the death blow to independence. This is the death blow to a person living his life for himself. And Paul was to say later, you are not your own, you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. And this was the sense in which these early Christians lived. If you've given your life to Jesus, it doesn't belong to you. Therefore, you've given your life to him for his plans, for his purposes, uh, that he can use you to love others, to serve others, to see the kingdom of God extended. You can be a channel of his grace, of his love, of his life, of his power, of his healing to other people. This was the kind of, of lifestyle that was developing. But should this model of selling all your possessions and having all things in common be the model we have, or was it just right for them then? Well, as you know, I've lived in community for 25 years, and and um, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to live. But you don't live like that now. I, I don't, well, kingdom faith grew to such a size um, that it became impractical and actually there were legal difficulties because we were beginning to employ people and everything. So and for, it, something, starting off, for but, something starting off, it's ideal. But the principles, well, the principles are still there in kingdom faith. Uh, even though they have to be outworked in, in a different way now from the way they were then. Um, 
and 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 it's this principle, you see, uh, it, that no believer today should count what he has as his own, because if you've given your life to Jesus, all that you are and all that you have belongs to Him. And um, uh, what what they what they were doing was it says here they sold possessions and gave to everyone who is in need. Um, they didn't sell everything they had, but they sold what they didn't need. Why have possessions that you don't need? Um, you know, somebody said, it's not what you give to God that he, he notices, but what you keep for yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, there are some people that keep a whole lot of things for themselves in case of a rainy day. Well, if that's their faith, what they will get is a rainy day. Uh, <laughs> But in fact, you see, God gives us resources, including financial resources, in order to make them available. And so even their homes, you see, were available. They were meeting together every day. They were in each other's homes. They were eating together. Uh, this sort of lifestyle developed. And uh, I can identify with that because wherever you see revival, that is the kind of lifestyle that develops. People do not think of you know, their home is their little castle. No, my home is here for God to use uh, in whatever way will serve his purposes, his kingdom purposes. And the Lord added to their number daily. They grew quickly. Yes. Um, uh, you see, the um, it's interesting that we, we read a little later on that great fear came upon the people. because Awesome. It was awesome what was happening. So on the one hand, it says later, and we will see this, that people were afraid to join them. And yet at the same time, God was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. Um, and uh, that's, that's good. You know, people should see, wait a minute, these people are living in a different way from everybody else. That should be our witness as Christians. People that come amongst us should see a different kind of love, a different kind of unity, a different kind of lifestyle, different kind of compassion, care for one another. And there's all kinds of practical ways in which that can be outworked. There's not time to go into all those details now. But in different situations, those principles may be worked out in different ways, but nevertheless, those same principles will be operating among God's people. So our problem, Julia, is we've got used to thinking of church as we've always experienced it and not necessarily as God intends it. And it's only when we get into the scriptures we see the kind of church that the Holy Spirit caused to emerge. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we had such a move of the Spirit today that we saw the same kinds of churches emerging today and even churches that already exist being transformed so that this kind of lifestyle that had such an impact because these people turned Jerusalem upside down, it says, they turned the world upside down, that the church began to have that kind of impact on our society today. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 